Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Don't throw menthols on the stage. Don't like menthols. You're listening to Bandwagons. I thought you were going to do all of it. What do you mean? You're just looking at me. I oh no, we usually to... spit it up, don't we? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows anymore? Welcome back to Bandwagons, the podcast where we talk about everything that other people are talking about. And listeners, I'm going to live with here. I might. This actually might be where I die. You might actually listen to me decease do you want to live on a podcast. Your funny story or no? What's my funny story? From last night. I can't say that. <laughs> I'll, say it on, I'll say it on Patreon, but I can't say it here. I'm sorry. Her mum would be bad. Yeah, my mum would be bad. Um, yeah, so I was at my cousin's wedding last night, and Sunday weddings are lethal because there's just an air of like, well, I don't have a job anyway, so it didn't really matter. But yeah, it was just like anything could happen. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're there. I don't know. There's something about being hungover on a Monday. It's it's not. It's not good. It's no. not the one. I think it's only that's only a thing if you're in college. I think was it good? It was great. Royal Marine Hotel. Why is that a Sunday wedding? Why was it a Sunday wedding? I'm not sure. Talk to me about that. Um, but it was, it was very nice. Choice. We, they did a meal first and we didn't go to that. It was, we just went to the afters, but the band were class. I must find out the band were. Dinner? Huh? I thought you were going for the dinner. No, tell you where we went for lunch though, Anderson's in Glass oh. uh, 7. Yeah. And it was very delicious. Yeah. yeah. So we went there and then we drove out to Dunleary and we had a great time. Yeah. It was fab. But I am now unwell as a result also we should say sorry there was that we were late with the episode last week in case you were like what the fuck yeah i was on holidays and i I don't know i don't really know what the hell happened but i usually test run the episodes just to make sure they upload right and i thought i had done that but i had done that but all the the patreon feed and the normal feed all feed into my one like podcast feed yeah so i just clicked on it was like yeah sounds good but i didn't realize where it was coming from which was actually the patreon not the normal feed so and nobody said it for like a week (laughs) But should they have to? I feel this is fully our job. No, like, it's not your fault. I love how it was like all this song and dance about us coming back and then everyone was like, do you no, want to no, have Everyone's like, is everything okay again? Yeah, maybe people are afraid to be like, are you are you just stoned? Hey guys, just... Is it not working? Anyway. We're just idiots. We just stopped caring this time. Yeah. Um, in a yeah. good way, in a good way. Yeah. Anyway, how was your weekend, week, etc., etc.? It was good. Because I haven't um, seen you for a while because we've batch recorded because I was on holidays. You were away. Yeah, and I won't see you now for three weeks. I know. Yeah, well, sorry. No, I'll see you Thursday. When are you going to... <laughs> yeah, I'm literally seeing you on Thursday. When are you going to Chicago? Next Monday. For... Till the following Tuesday. The musical Chicago, right? No, what no, I'm going is, to the city. <laughs> I know, but what's that about? Um, is that the prison one? Yeah. What's the relevance of Chicago then? I think it's set in Chicago. Okay, that probably makes sense. <laughs> I, don't yeah. know. I don't know either. It's not one of my um, Have you ever been before? Yes. Been once, very long time ago with my other brother. We went over there. My brother lives over there, so we're going to see him. And we're bringing Nora. We keep saying it's for her first birthday. It's not. It's just like it was a convenient time to go. 
But like when she grows up, we'll be like, we brought you to America for your first birthday. Yeah. And you loved it. Um, no, I had a good weekend. We went to, Mark's parents were staying in the lighthouse in Wicklow. Like there's a lighthouse you can stay overnight in. Oh, nice. So we went up to see it and it's like, cr- like crazy cool, but it's like a lot of steps. And it's like, it's a lighthouse. It's literally a lighthouse that they've turned into like a, like a, Airbnb, Airbnb, Airbnb. I yeah. can't say. It. I don't know what word I was trying to say there. Yeah, not ideal for toddlers because it's literally. Dick. I don't like. I don't do well with heights or spiral staircases. Yeah, and that's all it was. So I was just kind of like. <laughs> and then Nora was just like, "I want to run at this stairs from a height." But <laughs> and you were like, "I'd really rather if you didn't do that." Yeah, so that was cool. And then last night I went to a dark moon gathering. Well, tell me what that is now. I have a coven. No, I don't. It, like This is very on-brand Maddie Healy for the episode. Dark Moon Rising, what? No, Dark, Dark Moon, Moon Gathering. Dark Moon Gathering, okay. I wasn't really... Yesterday I came to it and I was like, I do not... I'm not ours leaving the house, but I went because I thought it would be good content for this because it was like... The Dark, the dark Moon's on Thursday. Okay. So this they have like once a month, they have a like a get-together of women in the community to like welcome in the Dark Moon. Okay. And my friend Anne had gone before... She does Reiki, you know, like she's big into her spirituality now. She said it was class. So me and my sister-in-law said we'd go. Um, and we did like, it was like yin yoga poses and there was like some chanting and like vi- like throat vibrations okay. and breath work. Okay. And so- there was a sound bath. And then we did some journaling and we got to burn it in a fire. Okay, love that. And then we would like, there was like dark moon cards and you got to draw a card at the end and they came around at the end and they gave everyone like strawberries and dark chocolate and dates and all. Yeah. It was class. Why those three foods? They were like, put them together and make a sandwich. And I was like, okay. What? I don't know. Dates, strawberries, dark chocolate yeah. in bread. No. What? What? No, have I got this wrong? There's no bread. <laughs> but you just said, make a sandwich out of them. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Make okay, a sandwich. Okay. Like, I was eating them like one at a time. They were like, they were like, yeah. It's yeah, hanging off your brain. Okay. <laughs> you know, all the flavor sensations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but it was cool. And there was like singing and there was like drums and stuff. And did you see the moon? No, no. God, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's we the whole point because it's dark. We were literally You're upstairs in the community centre. <laughs> so you were, were you outside? <laughs> you were just in like a community hall. <laughs> I, was, the worst, I was like, I, I thought you were on a beach or something. That's no, what I was that would have been lovely. I, the worst part was <laughs> I got there really early because they were like, get there early because the good mats go quick. So I went like crazy early, like 25 minutes early to get a good mat. <laughs> Oh my god, Adam has his work cut out for me this week. <laughs> Fucking hell. So I went in and dropped my bag at a mat. Like I just got the furthest one in the corner so no one would be behind me. <laughs> right. I'd have a lot of space. But they came over there like, okay, so like just in the corner you're in, that's like the close to the, to the gym. So you'll hear a lot of, <laughs> a lot of weights banging and stuff. <laughs> And he could, but that didn't bother me for a while. But then, like, you could faintly hear, like, some guy personal training, some other guy, and you could hear him, like, slapping him on the <laughs> Sorry, that's not very dark You could hear him slapping him on the chest, being like, come on, look at your frame. <laughs> he was, like, beating, <laughs> beating him to stand up straight, like, or something. I don't know what was going on. It was so weird. We and should, I couldn't um, concentrate at all. We should we should go to one of them. They need it. What? For an episode. I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I know you did, but like for an episode. Yeah. No, you can't take the piss up. No, I did really No, enjoy. not to take the piss. I want to know what it, what it's like. Yeah. No, it actually, it was really good. There's just like, there's some of the noise. And they were like blaring like rap and stuff really loud. Oh, and we were like, home. <laughs> it was just like two absolute, like, what is it called? Like juxtapositions? Yeah. Something like that. Don't ask me next door. And I just happened to have like the worst like position for it. Because like Orla was in front of me and she was just like, no, I could kind of hear the weights. Like and every time someone dropped a heavy weight on the ground, the whole ground like jumped. <laughs> so I love it in like outside or like in an in a just a like just for the gym not to be there. It yeah. would have been ideal because I found it hard to concentrate at some points. Why don't you set up your own and do it on the beach? No, because these ladies are like yoga practitioners and like, I'm not. <laughs> well, you don't have to do yoga. I just have the, it bring people to the beach and have a bit of food. Mar- <laughs> a barbecue. 
<laughs> That's essentially what you described. And then just a bit of writing, yeah. Fab. Um, we did the burning in a fire thing before with my housemates. Oh, I like, remember I, you I release, this, yeah. I release whatever. <laughs> I went and stood looking at the moon. We were just making it up as we went along, though. Um, Mark goes to, like, a breathwork class, and it's mad. Like, they go in and they have to do, like... They have to, like, breathe. Like, they hyperventilate, kind of Wim Hof stuff. Okay. So they do, like, uh, like in a bit, releasing your inhibitions, dancing for, like, a and song. And the rain on your skin. <laughs> yeah. So there's, like, a song where they have to just close their eyes and just dance, like, like improv dance. And then <laughs> there's, like, a, another song, they have to be completely still. And then another, and then for the next song, they have to, like, hyperventilate this breath work. Okay. And he loves it. He could, Like, apparently you have, like, these mad revelations and stuff. But if you saw either of the things we were at, like it's fully like the start of how cults go. But like what yeah. less intense. Yeah. No, it was good. I, should, I will go I, back. I, yeah, I think we should. They're, they're, they'd often be on in Dublin and I know I'd the girls so, at yeah. home go, I've been to a few in Cork, I think. Now I think it's more like full moon circle, whatever, but it sounds kind of the, yeah. the vibe of yeah. what you did. Like, but again, on a beach. Yeah. Not in a... Yeah, you can do those like, yoga on the beach and stuff down home as well. But I've just never gone. It was handy. Handy Sunday evening. Didn't have to, I was like, if I just lie here and do nothing and there's no one asking me for something for two hours, then it was worth my while. How are your vibes now, would you say? Hi. Good, I was like... your throat? My throat? What do you mean? Were you not doing something with your throat at it as well? We had to like chant and stuff. Oh. Like to create a vibration in the room. It was cool. My throat, my throat was actually really sore today. Maybe that's why. But it could have been the incense either. Could have been, (laughs) just... (coughs) Yeah. No, it was good. I'd recommend... I don't know how to transition out of that into what we're talking about. <laughs> but yes. So, oh yeah, I have no idea either. I don't really... Wait, okay, you wanted to do this and I was a bit like, Ugh, even though I do kind of unapologetically love him. Yeah. But he is the man of the moment, for better or worse. Matthew Timothy Healy. Tim- Matty Healy. For man of the Matty Timothy Healy, is that his actual name? Matthew Timothy Healy, yeah. Mm. Matthew Timothy. Matthew Timothy is a weird combination of names, I feel. Matthew Timothy Healy, yep. Yeah. Uh, potentially Taylor Swift's boyfriend. What do we think? So that, this is where it all came from. I was on Matty Healy TikTok. When was it? Like, not that long ago when he was like kissing all those people on for TikTok. For the tour. For yeah, that, yeah, their yeah. very best tour, yeah. So I just somehow, I've never really been, I never really knew who he was or like, I knew what he looked like and I knew the songs, but I never really knew him. And then I got on that side of TikTok and I was like, Mark, if I went to a concert and, and he wanted to kiss me, is it cheating? And he was like, yes. I was like, well, it doesn't matter anyway because I'm not going. And then you went, you you were... I did not kiss him, unfortunately. But you had permission. I had permission from Cian, yeah. Yeah, so I was when, during that whole saga, that's when I kind of became aware of him. And then this whole Taylor Swift thing broke over the weekend. Over the weekend? Last weekend? This kind weekend? of re-solidified at the weekend, but yeah, I think, yeah. Anyway, Don't Yeah. Announced it ages ago. It was actually The Sun. So The Sun had... The son had the exclusive on it and then obviously everyone went to Dumois because like, I don't know, people kind of think they're the oracle in terms of celebrity news and they had been together before or like it was long rumoured they'd been together back in 2014. Yeah. And like they've, they're mates a good while and they've worked together before and stuff. But then obviously she broke up with Joe Alwyn. They were together six years and then you have this article from The Sun being like, yeah, they're together, they're going to go kind of public or like official or like re-solidify their love at her, the Nashville shows for her tour. Yeah, which they did. Which they did, because he was there and he was after... He was her dad and all, wasn't he? Yeah, but they're still on tour at the minute as well, or I think they're nearly finished, but he was in the Philippines, got whatever, super duper, probably Taylor's private jet, let's be honest, straight to Nashville and he's like in the audience and he's like with... Gigi and they're singing whatever and then at the next Nashville show he's actually on stage as well he performed with Phoebe Bridgers she was her opener for those shows oh yeah so he was playing guitar and stuff but he's been at some of the other shows as well and pictured with her with her dad so crazy what do you but do you think they're actually together I or do you think it's PR because I'm gonna be honest right <clears throat> obviously we're we'll get into like I'm a huge fan of the two of them. When I when this news was announced, I was like, this is incredible. But initially I was like, this is fully, 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 fully. Not bullshit, but I was like, okay. And it, uh, okay, very initially I was like, it's bullshit. And then I was like, no, it's PR and they're working together and like they're having a laugh, but they're not actually together. And then it was more like, maybe it's PR, but like they're probably shagging as well. Yeah. And then I was like, no, they're together and he is he's more into it than she, she is. is him. That's what and I'm I think this well. is going to end in absolute 
flames. I think this is going to be, it's going to be incredible for me and everyone yeah. else, but it's going to be everyone terrible for the two of them personally, probably him more so. Those TikToks of him watching her at the Nashville shows or whatever, where he's just like, apparently like in awe watching her. And I tried to find them and I was like, I do not see whatever else is seen in these videos where he's like, just be looking at her with like lovey-dovey eyes. He's like singing, he's like kind of singing along because it's like fearless. And then at one point he's like, he's like giving it loads to shake it off, like yeah. actively dancing with the girlos. Um, but still like, that's what everyone does at a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, but there is kind of a look in his eyes. So oh, he's yeah, also coming out of like, he is this insane dating history, which we'll get into as well. But like he was just, this wasn't publicly confirmed, right? So I'm going to say allegedly, but he was allegedly engaged to FK Twigs, right? Okay. Uh, or I was, he had proposed her, maybe she said no. No, they were engaged and I think he, she broke it off is the current rumour and now, or she's going out with this other fella and he is the rightiest person I've ever seen and like the absolute opposite end of Matt Healy, like Matt Healy, okay. like people call him Ratty Healy, like, and then she she's with a man now who looks like he was carved out of marble, you know what I mean? And I know that's really relevant. Um, that relationship fucked him up in a huge way. Like, the new album is, like, very, 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 very sad. And there's been a couple of moments on the tour where he's just, like, he's in bits, like, and he's just crying, and it's definitely about that. So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe Taylor's rebounding, she's having a bit of a laugh. But that's, like, I, I don't know, I'd be... Yeah, people are saying I she's like concerns. just in her post breakup. <clears throat> like uh, people were referring to Joe Alban as like Eeyore and they were like she's just coming out of her Eeyore phase now and she's just trying to do the fucking polar opposite by like getting with someone who's like so in the public eye and making and like bringing back the girl tribe and like fucking just shagging God. all around her and do, just going a bit mad. But who but who was she in the situation then? Winnie the Pooh? What do you mean Eeyore? He's just a bit like that. <laughs> Uh, Joe Alwyn's just has kind of sad boy vibes. Look, and yeah, look, the rumours there <coughs> were that uh, they broke up because he kind of was allergic to the fact that she was like very famous or like more famous than him. Like, I, Wake up. I know, but th- like I'm also like, you can't go out with Taylor Swift and like she's only getting more famous. Yeah. She's going to be famous for her entire, like if she stopped doing everything tomorrow, she she's was nobody. Like I wouldn't have heard of him without her. I'm like, I mean, look, we got some incredible music out of it, but I'm I'm here for Taylor being public, Taylor doing media, Taylor and the girls out and about, yeah. Taylor being chaotic publicly. Shagging all around her. Yeah, like, I'm here for that. Yeah. I'm absolutely here for that, but... And then there were things that it was like, oh, is she with Maddie to kind of take some of the attention off Joe? And then I'm like, yeah, maybe, because there was a lot of... He is potentially seeing someone else now, some actor person. I don't know if that's confirmed... I don't know, I just think she's, I think she's fucking around and finding out as the yeah. expression goes, you know? Yeah. Quite literally. Yeah, there was a lot of TikToks of people being like, look at her uh, sing towards him in the crowd, like at these like huge arena stadiums or whatever. Oh, yeah, sorry, and it's so, like, she's definitely singing to him and it's like on the big screen and she her eyes just like flick in a direction, which is how she does all her shows. No, okay. And they're um, like, she's singing at him and he's just like a blip. Okay, it. so just to... To go back into like the actual history, so they were first linked in, linked in 2014. She went to their concert in Los Angeles and New York. Did we see them at Electro Picnic? Yes. Oh yeah. I have seen. Them. I don't remember his face at all. I remember the music. We were and very it was far rain. Away. Yeah, and we it had was to run one up of the a hill. Tents. Or no, sorry, no, yes, the main stage. we saw them on the main stage, and I were, and I have a video of me pelting it because they started playing She's American I was like we cannot miss this oh, yeah. but we saw them the year before that and they were in a much smaller tent and then they were on main stage the following year I don't think I was there the year before I think that was my oh, first year two years before anyway yeah and I'm I sorry I don't think you were there that year yeah <laughs> um, like I don't I don't have vivid memories of that set bar She's American but anyway Taylor was at these concerts he then there, yes there were all these rumours he denied dating her uh, at that time and said they had hung out and they fancied each other, but it was just like a flirtation. Then he did a separate interview and he said that it would be emasculating to be her boyfriend. So that massively blew up in his face because like people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Um, the, like the journalist who interviewed him for that wrote this op-ed for The Guardian saying the feelings of an artist who uh, wants to be celebrated in his own right 
uh, I saw an intelligent and liberal man wrestling with our culture's gender roles. Then he had to come out and basically do another interview in Elle and was saying, I was for a very short time immersed in a celebrity world that I found confusing and scary. At that time, I had fears of being somebody's boyfriend before even being recognised for my music or presence as a person in my own right. He has huge foot and mouth disease, as we will learn. Yeah. She kind of does as well, though, which is why I'm kind of like, this works. Uh, I said in one interview that we didn't date and some dick like Perez Hilton took it out of context and morphed it so it looked like I was throwing shade. Uh, she came to our show and he would have thought that Barack Obama had come out. So it was more just like, he was trying to say it was just the level of how famous he was, how famous she was at that time. Mm. And kind of, it's crazy to think she got even more famous after that. And I think, I think he was probably joking again, as we learn throughout this, but he's just, again, tone, everything like that. So they stayed friends. He, he, they actually worked on Midnight's, her most recent album, with her, but none of that music came out. And then she was a special guest at one of their London shows. And obviously, like, people were like, Grand, she's probably in town visiting Joe. And she'd like, here Didn't on her off day. Of Didn't think any, any more of it, really. Um, and then they... So obviously, he was still single at this point. She was with Joe. Her, him, herself and Joe break up uh, and then we had the report at the start of May from The Sun uh, but you have this you're talking about these videos right so there's one video where so he does this the 1975 tour at the minute there's a lot of like speaking to the camera it's kind of like Truman Show-esque right so there's one bit where he's like this song is about you uh, I love you I'm vaguely paraphrasing but she says the exact same thing to the camera at another show on her tour. Okay. So when this all came out, I was like, okay, this is fully all PR. It's all publicity. But now people are taking it as like, no, I swear I'm not. But now people are taking it as like, oh no, they are in love. Like, I don't know if it's love. What do you think it is then? Like they know how every little micro like thing is going to be scrutinized. And they're doing like big things like that, like saying the exact same thing in the exact same way at their concerts, knowing how that it's going to be picked up and people are going to know. It's like, they're not. It's not, like... I just feel like it's very... What's the word? Like... What's the word? Like, for, not forced. What's the word? It begins with a C. Planned? Contrived? Contrived. From her part, yeah, but there's a part of me that just thinks, I don't know... This is a bad idea for him, like, mentally, everything. Like, he cannot cope with... What, like, even if you look, the, the Swifty fandom is, like, so divided right now because, obviously, he's a bit of a controversial figure himself for reasons we will get into. And, like, as obviously said, dumb shit in the past before, done dumb shit in the past. He's way, like, he's the polar opposite of Joe Alwyn in so many ways. Yeah. And if you look at the TikTok comments, people are either, like... Because their fandoms would have a lot of crossover in terms of even just the music. So you have people who are either, like obsessed with this or people who are like very very cross and want them to break up and are like really totally allergic to it and can't buy into it so there's a part of me that just thinks like I don't think this is forever yeah. in any way so like if it's not fake and there are feelings involved like I think the aftermath of this is going to be like like do you remember when we did the Taylor Swift episode and we talked about Tom Hiddleston and like that PR relationship oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the whole like I love Taylor Swift <laughs> t-shirt and he seemed to be way more into it than she was on a personal level. If anyone hasn't read that GQ interview he did in the aftermath That's that sad. I constantly reference, please just go read it because it's just like devastating. It's, I even talked about it with someone else recently. It's just like, like I think this could be her new age Tom Hiddleston where it's like, he's more into it. She's having fun, whatever. It's not that serious. Is that, that serious. just the whole like, the way she's set up to be like this man eater that just like kind of flies through all these men and like breaks hearts and just carries on? How do you mean? Like, that's how, like, the media loves to portray her. Well, this is the thing as well. And, like, uh, to be honest, I'm getting sick of the argument that, like, Shameless, the podcast, obviously covered this. And, like, everyone's fucking talking about it, right? Because it's just... Because she's the most famous person in the world. And then, again, you've Swifties and people in the comments being like, this is exactly what she doesn't want, whatever. And she's talked before about how she shouldn't be, like, just defined by her relationships, with I fun, which I fundamentally agree with. She's one of the artists of our generation. She's an incredible entrepreneur. She's a fascinating figure in her own right. But she's also fucking Taylor Swift. She's the most famous person yeah. in the world. She's she, going and she someone. knows, like, how if she, like, winks her eye at someone, how everyone's going to pick up on it and run with it. Yeah. So, like, she's well able to have a relationship that's not in the spotlight. 
she knows that this one is in the spotlight. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just, it's just like, why are we talking about this? It's like, because she's famous. It doesn't mean, like, I don't think it's the most important thing about her. But, like, it's very interesting to me as someone who's very annoying and is obsessed with the two of them, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so your first introduction to Maddie Healy in the 1975 was Electric Picnic, was yeah, it? Yeah, but I don't remember him as, like a, like, a character. I just remember, like, the songs and, like... It's really amped up in the last year and a half, I yeah. would say. He's always been, like kind of a public figure but it was something about TikTok this year and the tour yeah where he's just re- I, to be honest I think it's TikTok it's the TikTokification of bands and music and people and specifically this tour because like I've been a fan for pretty much since the start when everyone was taking the piss out of chocolate I was like I love you kings who don't enunciate like I, just, I think the albums are so good I think they're such interesting pop artists and they don't always get it right but like when they do it's really really strong and I think he's an incredible songwriter um but yeah so I've listened kind of since the start and I think I kind of they released an album during the pandemic that kind of passed me by because like fucking we all had other things to be doing in the pandemic and we were all just kind of focusing on staying alive and not going insane so I didn't really listen to that album and then this most recent album being funny in a foreign language I got like really back into that and I was like, I have to go to the tour, have to go to the tour. Um, and it's, again, it, because I was getting fed the content on TikTok, it was like yeah. the stage from every angle, he's eating raw meat for some reason, he's, he's like, kissing wow, people in himself. the crowd. Yeah, like it's, he, yeah, he's like opening a shirt and he's like, people are only seeing this on the Patreon, but like the hands on the crotch and stuff, it was just like he became, I don't know, like I'm always publicly thirsting over celebrity men, but this was just like another level for me. This was like, teenage crush you wore a suit to the show just to catch attention like well that's a thing that a lot of them would do I would say but um yeah all the girlies like it's it's, also overlaps with the minion fans yeah (laughs) funnily enough (laughs) oh my god (laughs) um but yeah it was just like it was like nothing I've ever like I felt insane for a couple of weeks there to be honest I feel like it's only just started to die down because I'm not getting the video's like fed, but I was like, I need this from every, I need to see him from every angle. I need to know the songs they're doing. Yeah. I just, like, he started like haunting my dreams. Like it was just. Yeah. In, like in the same way that people had like a Pedro Pascal thing recently or like some, I don't know, he was just like white boy of the month. Like just yeah. people were. I haven't had an obsession like that in a long time. Do you think he's attractive? Matt Healy? Yeah. Like if you just showed me a picture of him. I would say, like, no, not for me. But, like, there is something about those, like, TikToks. Like, the way he performs and, like, he just has, like, bad boy energy that people just are like, oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a bad boy? And, like, we love a bad boy girl, don't we? It's literally just because it's just, there's some, like, there's just a boldness about fancying him. Mm. Isn't there? Yeah. I just, I think I could fix him. No. I think I could. Uh, No. I really actually think I could. But you know you couldn't and that's the appeal. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Did you know that the rat in Flushed Away is actually based on him? No, it's not. I That's swear. so mean. So, like, <laughs> he obviously is this nickname in the fandom, as I've already said, called, like, Raddy Healy, whatever, because, like, I don't, just whatever. But he... Because he looks like a rat. Well, like... In a, like, not a bad way, but, like... Is that kind of mean? But, like, it, it, it's just... like features. It's just... It's just... Anyway... He does. I, but he's kind of... He's embraced it now. So basically... But like people would I'm be... Googling the rat. People would be talking about him. Do you remember the rat's name? I've never seen it. 
Have you never seen no, Flushed this Away? Is way more a you, a you thing. Yeah, we need to. Okay, we need to do that for movie. Flushed Away. Point. You what? You were you like fifteen when that came out? <laughs> I wasn't. I was younger. Sorry, you were eleven. Yeah. Rude. I was twelve. I was just a bit too far. <gasps> what? When you Google it, rat and flushed away. There. I'm telling you. Look at the side by side. I'm going to put Can this I on the video. Can the camera? Would it work? Uh, yeah, do. Well, I'd put it on the camera as well, if not. Anyway, so he, uh, well, he comes from, a, he, com- he comes from an acting background. So his, well, not an acting background, but he's... Oh, so, sorry, his mom is Denise Welch. <laughs> but his, his dad is Tim Healy. So he'd be in like Bennett Orm and his mom is Denise Welch. <laughs> from Carnation Street. They, they divorced I don't know if you call it an acting background. But okay, they were together. They had Ma- uh, Maddie. They divorced in... Uh, 2012 and he's the younger brother Louis who's an actor as well right okay have so I seen were, Louis in anything uh, I don't think so okay. they were actors for most of his childhood she is now on Loose Women as you mentioned uh, but his uh, godfather is Ian Lafrenet and he did the he did the screenwriter for Flushed Away and he based mm. Roddy St. James the cartoon rat in Flushed Away on 14 year old Maddie Healy so oh, there you he go he looked like that when he was 14 yeah. In a suit with hair. He's just going around in a suit. There's no hair. way he looked like that when he was 14. Yeah, there's, he said it at a show. I don't know if it's 100% true. I no. just think it was kind of an interesting. Maybe I'd say it's probably the other way around where Matty Healy based his persona on the rat. James. Yeah. I think there's uh, no way he went around as a 14 year old with his hair slicked back. He didn't even have the band then in a suit. I don't know. He's just kind of that vibe though. I could see it. But I think it's just him. It's a way for him to take ownership of the rat narrative as well, I think. You know what I mean? So that it's like... Thanks, finally. Yeah. But so that it's like he's kind of in on the joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wink, wink. Because maybe it hurts his feelings. Anyway, Maddie, <laughs> if you're listening to this and it hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. Um, he had a pretty tumultuous childhood. Like, his parents had issues with alcohol, drugs, addiction issues. Denise Welch has come out and said that she reckons if it wasn't for her mental health issues that the band wouldn't ever have existed or has been as successful as it is. He's written a lot of songs about like that time in his life he says he remembers he remembers his childhood being exciting like not distressing but he is there's a song called She Lays Down which is about her and her addiction issues um, and like he's like they've both talked about it like quite extensively in interviews I think she's done her own podcast about the difficulty she kind of went through with postpartum depression and just immediately started using cocaine to try and cope with like yeah. the fact and I think he felt a lot of guilt around it. I don't, I don't, I think they've kind of worked through it now, but they have a nice relationship. They're doing this like kind of a movie series on their YouTube. I don't really know how to explain it again. It's kind of like very knobbish, like very pretentious, but like these video diary kind of things. And she features in it at one point. He's like building a fort and she's like on the phone trying to talk to him and they're just trying to have a conversation. It's a bit weird when you say it out loud like that, but yeah. (laughs) Um, he was privately educated, Lady Byrne House School and then King's School in Macclesfield. He was expelled from the ladder for fighting, which I find uh, very hard to believe because he does not look like a man who fights. He won a school talent show contest at the age of 12. He did renditions of songs by The Lads and Oasis, told his local newspaper that he would like to be a pop star. There is a TV clip of him when he's really small and they're like, what do you want to be? Like with his mom. And they're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he's like, I'm going to be a pop star. And he's, he's always like, wanted to be a pop star. He's just like and a like, child. Like. Love him or hate him, it, it goes back to that thing of like, he has that pure magnetism front man thing. I can't yeah. put my finger on it, but he just does. Like it's, it doesn't mean he's not a knob, but like he No, just he's just it. like a little bit aloof. Um, I thought this was absolutely insane as someone who was also uh, a big uh, Durst Rights fan. He, so like they would have been friends with musicians as well, like his dad and like his family. So he would have hung out with like Brian Johnson of ACDC, Mark, Rick Wakeman, Mark Knopfler, Jeff Lynne. And the first guitar Matt Healy ever played was used by Dire Straits to record Romeo and Juliet. Do you know that song? Juliet, the dice was loaded from the start. No. I think that's going to be my first John song. Me and Ken. But I don't know if it's actually a happy song. Yeah. Can someone confirm or deny that at Bandwagon's podcast if that's... Because I wanted... Songbird. Anyway. I wanted Songbird by Fleetwood Mac. And that's everyone was like, so that's a funeral song. Yeah, yeah it was you, actually. Song. We've had this conversation on this podcast, I would imagine. That is a funeral song. My mom used to sing that at funerals. But like... Well, no, you could have it as... A, it's like, it's fucking... It's your day. Have whatever you want. So yeah, he's always had this background of music. He ended up dropping out of school, hated school, said it got in the way of him being a pop star. Um, so he formed the 1975 and 2002 with schoolmates Ross MacDonald, Adam Hahn and George Daniel. They've released five studio albums. Can you name any of them? Uh, is one of them just called the 1975? Yeah. 
That's a cop out. I knew that. Um, (laughs) Each of them have gone number one in the UK. Girls? They've never had... No, that's a song. Yeah, but like sometimes. No, I don't know. (laughs) No. He was only 13 when they formed the band. Oh, so maybe he did look like that rat when he was 14. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, He... He, so they all did relatively well in school or like stayed in school. So he basically had to convince them to go to university in Manchester to kind of keep the band together because he was like, this is my only option. This is my only hope. This is the only thing I want to do. Um, he said he, he worked in a Chinese restaurant during this period. His mom was like really worried about him getting into music and doing the band. Uh, but his dad like believed him, believed in him like unquestionably. He bought their first van. He turned their garage into like a recording space for them. He's actually appeared on the tour. He did a song at one point. Yeah. I can't remember which song. Uh, they were rejected by every major record label because they were too like genre hopping. So then their manager Jamie Osborne set up his own label, Dirty Hish, and they released four EPs from that. So there's Face Down and Sex. And then Music for Cars and Four. And then that was before their first album, uh, which was 1975. Uh, but their first... Why is it called 1975? What's the significance of that, that year? Actually. I'm not sure. Because I thought it was when one of them were born, but they were all born in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. they're obsessed with the 80s, obviously. Um, and then they obviously got huge momentum with Chocolate and Sex, yeah. the first two songs. What does Sex go like again? Uh, the song's essentially just about shagging a girl, but it's like, uh, oh, how does it go? I'm gonna busy finish it, but you say no. You say no. Uh, how does it start? And this is how it starts. Take your shoes off in the back of my van. No, I don't know. You say my shirt looks so good. I love it so much. I love them. Uh, and yeah, their debut album was inspired by John Hughes, uh, intended to be a soundtrack to their teenage years. Gotten lots of Good reviews, as I said, went to number one. Uh, kind of immediately skyrocketed. Like, you're, they did three nights at London's Brixton Academy. They supported the Rolling Stones at Hyde Park. Played the Pyramid Stage. Glastonbury. Then their second album was I Like It When You Sleep, For You Are So Beautiful Yet So Unaware Of It. This was 2016. And this is the one that has uh, the sound. Well, oh, yeah. you know when you're around. You were obsessed with that. I still, like, I love that album. That uh, that album is going to be on my Spotify rap for years and years to come because I, just, like, she's American. I mean, it's, like, it's bright, such, just bright pop, so gorgeous. But at this point, he was, like, I think he was really struggling with the ascent to fame because if you were at any of those shows, like, he was, they played Malahide Castle as well. And I just remember it was not a good gig. Like, it was, like, it was bad. Like, mm-hmm. he was slugging out of bottles of red wine. It was just all really, really, really messy. And there's a couple of songs on that album that are about, like, just cocaine and, like, drugs and stuff. Um, And that's where things kind of started to go... South. South, I think, yeah. So he, like, he massively, massively, massively struggled. Uh, I think then... So that album was 2016. Then in 2017, he spent eight weeks in drug in rehab that it, the, the lads paid for, like his bandmates, because at that point he'd become addicted to heroin and okay. that's covered a lot in their third album, A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships, their best album in my opinion. Uh, they ended up relapsing when he left rehab on anti-anxiety medication. Uh, he he has ADHD, anxiety, chronic migraines. He's been, I think he... One of the albums is a, a lot about cognitive behavioural therapy. He's been in a lot of therapy. Um, I just think he's found... This is why I'm like, the Taylor thing is going to be a fucking nightmare for him, I think, coming out of it, because it's like, you have to deal with the Swifties. You're more famous than you've ever been. Like, either yeah, way you kind of you're already lose. struggling, you're, this is not going to help. Yeah, like, okay, so it's like, he breaks up with her, you're enemy number one to the Swifties. She breaks up with him or they break up, like, amicably. He's solidified in this, like, boyfriend hall of fame and will be talked about in a way that's, like, pretty derisive for the rest of his life, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And he can't hack that, like, even with his, like, recent, like... We may as well get into the controversies. Like, he's most recently on the tour. Like, he said stupid shit about misogyny and stuff as well and yada yada, whatever. I, again, I do... I think at heart, there's truly no malice in him, but I think he has foot and mouth yeah. fucking syndrome. He's famous, nepotism, a lot of ego, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, like, most recently, uh, 
like in 2020, actually, we'll go back to that. Like he's he's done a lot of good things. They've pledged Tony play at Music Festivals of the Gender Balance lineup. I'm not sure if they're still doing that, but they've done a lot of eco-conscious things. Greta Thunberg is on their fourth album, No Sonic Conditional Form. Uh, they have like sustainable merch. They've like reprinted merch and stuff like that. Uh, but in 2020, he, like, came out publicly in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. But he, in a way, kind of used it to promote one of their songs, which, mm. not great. So he, I think it was, like, an Instagram story or something. It was a link to something, and he said... Or, sorry, it was a tweet. And he said, if you truly believe that all lives matter, you need to stop facil- f- facilitating the end of black ones. And then posted a link to Love it If We Made It, which is, like, kind of, like a protest song, kind of. Very, very good song. And people were like, why are you chilling your wares when a man has just died? And like, yeah. this is a very important movement. Well, he probably and... thought like he was doing good. Well, he he came out then and he was like, sorry, I did not link my song in that tweet to make it about me. It's just that the song is literally about the disgusting situation and speaks more eloquently than I can on Twitter. Um, but they, like, again, you, he does good things like 2019, banned from Dubai after displaying a pride flag and kissing a male fan on stage, protest by his anti-LGBT laws. That's good. Yeah. There was something recently where he was potentially seen to be, like, there's a video of him, again, performing Love That We Made It, and there's a line in it that's, thank you, Kanye, very cool, which is a direct reference to something Donald Trump said about Kanye, and, like, obviously we know the way Kanye's gone, being very anti-Semitic, whatever. But during this particular performance, there's a video that's come out, he's marching on the spot and performs a Nazi salute on stage, right? And now, he hasn't said anything publicly about this. The The interpretation, and the one that I'm going to go with, is that, like, he was like, it's satire, and, like, he's, sat, he's satirising yeah. Kanye, right? But at the end of the day, if I have to explain that, should you be doing it in the first place? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, ultimately, that's going to be offensive and potentially very traumatic to Jewish people, right? He said nothing about this, but, like, it's been pretty like widely widely condemned obviously but then you go on and it's like he did this podcast earlier this year called the Adam Friedland show you cannot find this anywhere now like this has been scrubbed from the internet he this thing I doesn't think is so bad he said that Harry Styles has been given a pass for queer bathing which I think is like to be honest I actually think is a fair statement yeah like I think look we don't know how he identifies whatever I don't think anyone should have to come out or like whatever but I think there's a lot to be said for utilising queer fan bases and, like, making money off them. I think it's a little bit pinkwashy. But you go on then and it's like... <laughs> he made impressions of different accents, including accents, because they were trying to figure out what Ice Spice's heritage is. Do you know who Ice Spice is? No. She does, I try to beg me to stay. And I'd say, yeah, you oh, definitely yeah, know yeah, The yeah. Princess Diana song. Uh, and, like, he, again, didn't didn't address it at all initially, but he was performing in Auckland recently and, again, was like, I am genuinely sorry if I've upset her because I fucking love her, which isn't really an apology. So he's just, like, I don't know, a bit dumb, maybe thinks he's untouchable. Yeah, but, like, I here we know, are being like, like, oh, he did this, but he actually did this and it's good. Like, whereas people have been cancelled for a lot less. And look, this is the thing. Good people have been cancelled for a lot less, whereas he's just like, oh, he did this, but he also, like, he's not that bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, Which he just say, has some sort of, like, charm about him that people want to see the good in him. But that's why I'm also like, is that why he's with Taylor Swift? Is it a bit of, is it a bit of like, brand rehab? Is it a little bit like, yeah. I will look better from this? Because if she endorses me, like, people essentially think she's perfect, and she's not. I don't think anyone's perfect. Yeah. I don't know. What a mess. Do you remember him going out with uh, Halsey? No. So she's actually the inspiration behind uh, She's American. Uh, I need to talk about this because it it born the, like, most insane Tumblr poem of all time. So they dated in 2015. Uh, and she they met through, like, one of their concerts. Uh, she was a huge fan of the band. Said he influenced, like, her songwriting and everything else. They were, like, in deep, like, wrote songs about each other. As I said, they did She's American. Uh, Halsey did Colours, you know that song? Everything is blue. His pills, his hair, his jeans. No. Something, and, like, directly refer- di- directly references um, Denise Welch in that. Oh, okay. She's like, your mother only smiles on her TV show. And it's like, you're talking with Denise Welch on Loose Women. Like, yeah, this is... Bad shit. But anyway, they were like, they were down bad for each other. Can I read you the Tumblr post he wrote about her? Yes. Or she wrote about him, rather. This is also now deleted. I don't know if this Tumblr How do we exists. know that this was her? Oh, no. Like it, like, it was confirmed it was her. Like, it was her 
it was her Tumblr. She it just doesn't exist anymore. She doesn't post on it. I'm not sure. Okay. It's a hundred percent her. Like this is it's canon. <laughs> okay. Like okay. He doesn't like to cuddle. He likes to grip my hips and pull the fibres of pink... pink, I don't want to know anymore. ...pink tissue in shreds from my lip with his teeth. He throws his hands in the air like a messiah and leans his head out the open window. Easy, breathe, codeine, breathe. We laugh loudly and kiss loudly and moan loudly. He mouths vulgar things that make me giggle in front of our friends. I run my hand along the scene of his tight black jeans beneath the tabletop. He rolls his eyes and smirks at me. We take every opportunity to touch, to feel, so secretly, so public. Exhibitionist pleasure. We play like children, tussling my hair and I climb on his back. We roll spliff after spliff and talk rapidly and vigorously and trip over each other, trip over each other's sentences like a sidewalk crack. He says us like it means amen and his eyes burn wild with the fire of fashion. We get drunk off of wine and skin and things we love. His smile erupts across his face like it could shatter his cheekbones. His eyes glimmer like a lake catching the glare of the moonlight. Absolutely. (laughs) And just not say that it was Halsey right now. No, it's for me. A glint of silver is growing up the side of his hairline. He thinks it makes him look distinguished. I laugh and agree. He loves to be so much older than me. He thinks that, I don't think he's that much older than her, I will say, not in like a a problematic way. Uh, I need to stop defending him. He thinks it makes him wise. We spend a lot of time in hotel rooms with the door shut. We spend a lot of times outside of hotel rooms with our mouths shut. He thinks the Xanax makes the sex last longer and I don't argue. I always wake up first. I sit at the desk and work quietly and glance at him in the sheets, vulnerable and quiet, soft face, soft sounds, a warm cup of coffee and marmalade light through the windows. We bond over love for our brothers. We fight over where the cord change should go. We tease. Oh, we tease. He likes clean socks and messy hair. This is so long. And he runs his fingers down my overall straps with a tiger's grin. He writes his name in the fog on the mirror from where he grabbed a fistful of my hair and pressed my face against the glass. I forgot that bit. He loves soul and music. We sing confidently and triumphantly. I tap my fingers like spider's eggs across his bare chest and onto his buttons one by one. Imagine fancying someone this much. Like, she was down. They were obsessed with each other. Like, I toss my head back and laugh maniacally and pout my lips when he won't be fair. He speaks like a pastor and trips over his words. His tongue struggles to meet his brain. That's how a prodigy thinks in brackets, or it's the drugs. He knows, where, he knows when my words are about him and he lets it all go to his head and I don't care because I love to watch him love himself. He, they went on and used that line in a song. We laugh and fuck and play and write and head back. Oh, sorry. Uh, and, and write and plot and say goodbye and never worry. He is my occasional constant, a parody of himself, a paradox of ever-present and transparent. I don't care what he is. And then he went on to write, she's American. And the entire song is basically like, I think you're a bit dim. <laughs> like, the lyrics are like, the lyrics are essentially like, uh... Well, how does the end of it go? It's like, well, your face got a hold on me, but your brain is oh. proper with I'm feeling insane. Oh, my God. You just keep nodding at me, looking vacant. Like, it's basically just him being like... He just wants to shag her. You're a bit, you're a bit dumb, but you're hot, and I fancy it. Like, it's just like, she's gone, she has gone and written this publicly all over Tumblr, and Maddie's like, mm. okay, interesting. Oh, my God. And if she likes it, cause we just... It's the best song of all time, though, so I'm glad they were together. You've said that about, like, six other songs. But it is the best song of all time, not hyperbolic. I need to make a playlist of that, actually. Songs that are non-hyperbolically the best songs of all time. Do you want a quiz? Well, I was going to say, do you know who he dated after then? Oh, no. Gabriella Brooks. And who is she with now? Who's Gabriella Brooks? He wouldn't know her. She's a model. Who is she with now? Who's that guy from? Liam Hemsworth. Close. close. Very yeah, close. Very close. And then, as I said, he was with uh, FK Twigs. Uh, yes, I would like a quiz, please. Thank you very so, much. I don't know. I don't know if this quiz is problematic or not. I'd imagine it's not. We'll see. We'll make a call after so this, Adam and you decide. This is called Healy or Healy Ray. Healy or Healy Ray. Yeah. Okay. So I've I have quotes here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and it's, it's, it's it Maddie Healy or Michael Healy Ray or Danny Healy Ray. Okay. <laughs> And one of those two, I don't okay. really know the difference. <laughs> Which is not good, because one of them says a lot of bad things. Oh, God. Yeah, but okay. I, or, that's neither here nor there. We don't endorse any of these statements any or these any of this favour or anything. We don't endorse anything. Yeah, no way. Um, okay, they're not like funny quotes, but it's just, I find, I think this will be more difficult than the Aldi Crapaldi one. Okay. Um, 
if you eat too much and get in behind the wheel of a car, then you're a danger on the road because you're likely to fall asleep after eating a big meal. <laughs> That's Healy Ray, I would say. That's Danny Healy Ray. Who's to say tomorrow won't be the best day of your life? That's that's Maddie Healy, isn't that's it? Maddie Healy. God, oh, that's pathetic. Did he actually say that? Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Um, I think about dying, but I don't want to die. Not even close. In fact, my problem is the complete opposite. I want to live. I want to escape. I feel trapped and bored and claustrophobic. There's so much to do, so much to, so much to see and so much to do. But somehow, I still find myself doing nothing at all. I'm still here in this metaphorical bubble of existence, and I can't quite figure out what the hell I'm doing or how to get out of it. Cannot relate to that level of enthusiasm for being alive right now, but I'm going to say that's Maddie Healy. I was just picturing like one of the Healy Rays saying that in a doll or something. <laughs> in a car- was it Kerryak? Kerry. Um, the Rhododendrons. That's a pretty good impression, isn't it? How do, I no. was just going to go, the Corona. <laughs> the Corona, no, because that's, that's the wrong carry one. Carry on, carry on. After reading someone you love, wait at least an hour before starting to write. That's Maddie Healy. That's so cringe. What does that even mean? God, he's so embarrassing. Like, just... They told I'm us obsessed about, with him. They told us about the ozone layer. <laughs> <laughs> they told us about the ozone layer, that it was greenhouse gases and that it was cans of hairspray or whatever. But they never told us anything. That it, or, but they never told us it was nuclear testing. That could be either of them because he's so outspoken about climate change. Um, that's a Healy Ray, is it? That's a Healy Ray. Poison me, daddy. That's a lyric. That's, that's Manny Healy. <laughs> Imagine the Healy Rays. Poison me, daddy. Culture is politics. That's Manny Healy as well. So you know too much about him. It's pathetic. The idea of losing something is toying with the idea of having it in the first place. So I suppose I'll be all right. Did he definitely say all these things? Were you able to attribute these to him? Manny Healy. I copied and pasted them off a website. <laughs> Incredible. When you think about it, it's all well and good living a life so clean... It would put even a saint to shame, but sure, God knows you might as well live it up. Enjoy your few cigarettes, your few drinks, your desserts, or whatever your vice may be. Debt doesn't discriminate or favour those who live healthy lives. It will take anyone, anytime, so you might as well go with a smile on your face. So do I think the addict said that, or... (laughs) I don't know. Um, I think I couldn't give myself any advice apart from just do exactly what I want. Maddie Healy. Maddie Healy. You think you got all the right? 10 is it? Yeah. See, I just don't know enough about Maddie Healy to know if that's something he'd say or not. You I'm know? going to see them in Cork and Dublin and I'm very excited. Again? I wonder if Taylor Swift is going to come to Dublin or Cork. When's that? In a few weeks. Actually, very soon. Oh. But they're not just here. Yeah, they were here very recently and then they're, it's an outdoor show in Dublin and an outdoor show in Cork. Oh. So what do you reckon? Are you on the bandwagon? Off the bandwagon? I... I'm here for the music and the rest I could leave behind. I don't care. This is the thing. It's like, it's very tricky because like, yes, I want celebrities to be messy, but I would really, I really wish they weren't like horrendously offensive to minorities. You know what I mean? And just yeah. consistently. Yeah. Like it's, it's not good girls. Also the whole, just like, I don't care who Taylor Swift dates ever, you know? Well, you are in the minority there. I, I know, say. but I just can't, like, it's just like same... Like, play a new one, you know what who I mean? She, who, should she, who should she get with next? Like, like Lee No, like, Mark Wahlberg. So no, like, Mark Wahlberg is not a good person. We don't honour with just him. Just someone, like, real old and, like, out of left field. Like, Robert De Niro. Yeah, just something a bit fucking juicy. This is boring. Two hot young people are together. Ooh. <laughs> it's quite it's too like, obvious in some ways, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I want her to get, like, a sugar daddy, even though she doesn't need one. I want her to get, like... She's her own sugar daddy. I want her to get with, like... Who's, like... Michael like Ray. Tom Hanks. <laughs> sure. Tom Hanks and Taylor Swift would break the internet. Yeah, like, that's interesting to me. Like, next time, just, like, girly, come on. Yeah. I just Everyone to gets be, a go on Pete. I want her to be... I think initially I was like, I just want to re- her to be married and happy. I don't know why the marriage no, you'd be is bored so then. to me, but... Yeah, but no. If you were, I think she really famous and as like hot and like sought after as Taylor Swift, you would be shagging on around you and having a million boyfriends. Yeah, and girlfriends and girlfriends or whatever. I want her to be gay and or married. I'd like her to be. What do you think about the rumors of her and Joe being secretly married? 
but like not actually married but they had like a wedding but they just didn't get legally married I don't know I kind of there's part of me that kind of calls bullshit on it like because there's no documentation for it or anything like there's no and again I think that was just a, literally something that came from Dumas and they they're adamant that it's like True. there there was a ceremony like marriage looks different for everyone and all this bullshit and I'm just like all right I think but I, maybe that was she's also one of the reasons she's why they romanticizes everything yeah but maybe that was one of the reasons why they broke up as well Maybe like I think she, I think she wants it all, and I think she should mm. be able to have it all. I think yeah. women should be able to have everything. Actually, yeah, women's rights. <laughs> but I think she wants like the career, and she wants, she wants to be married. Like I, th- I in my opinion, that co- I could have completely mischaracterized her, but that's, I think she wants it. Like yeah, but like I could totally see her in lockdown being like, let's just have a like, let's get married, and then they just have like a, a marriage, like a wedding that's not actually a marriage, and then she gets a ring, and it's just like really romantic in the moment. But like now that they're breaking up, it actually doesn't. It's not that messy, and it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But like when they were together, it was like, oh yeah, we did it, and we we're like, it meant something at the time to them. Yeah. They all unfollowed Joe on Instagram as well, all her mates. Ooh. And I don't know if you saw recently Ryan Reynolds because her and him and Taylor are obviously friends. He had up. He had chocolate playing on a story. Like this is this is where you get like so galaxy brain shit about this. Like where it's just like, what's going on? What's going on? Are they all in on it? Like, and if yeah. they are, like, that's not. Like, can you imagine? Ryan Reynolds is surely just stirring the pot. He that's seems another like that thing. Kind of where personality. Like, but that's I'm like he. Yeah, I'm like I don't think he's. I don't think Taylor told him to do it or anything. But like, he's just like, let me get a piece of this. Yeah, let me get a piece of this sweet sweet action. Yeah. Would you go see Taylor if she came back? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you know what, actually? There's rumours of Coke Park. This. I don't, I cannot Again. reveal my sources, but yeah. Again, she's yeah. come back, like... I don't think she'll do it. any smaller than uh, But she will like sell it now. this time. This is the thing, yeah. What was that about? That whole, like, glitch in her career where she just couldn't even sell a night at Crow Park? Misogyny, babe. Misogyny. People were just really busy. Or two nights in Crow Park. What was it, three, two or three? It was too many nights. Maybe. It was one too many nights, but I think it was also, she did, there was no promo, obviously, because this was reputation era, and also people did just, people really fucking hated her. Mm. There's still people that really don't like her, but I think the tide has turned in a massive way now. Yeah. There's an era for everyone. Um, do you know the whole, there's a Taylor Swift sleep method for babies? No. That I read online in like one of these baby sleep groups, that if you like, can't get your baby to go to sleep, put on folklore or... Evermore. Evermore. And there's something about it that just like makes your baby fall asleep. And anytime I've tried it, it works. It's mad. Yeah, we were driving the other day and she was like, hadn't gone to sleep. When normally she's like pretty good for going to sleep in the car and she just wouldn't go to sleep. And I was, Mark was like, just try the Taylor Swift thing. And I put it on and literally like, we did like before the end of the first song, she was gone. Must just be the vibes. It's the like the BPMs or something that like slows their heart rate down and gets them to relax. It is very lullaby-esque. Yeah. Which is grand, like if that's going to put her asleep, then I get to listen to it. Maybe I need nice. to try that after we finish recording this. I would go see Taylor Swift for the Fearless era. Yeah, fair. I want the whole thing all over again. I was an OG. She's playing a lot I was of Fearless, an OG Swifty. Yeah. Are you excited about Speak Now? Taylor's version? I miss Speak Now. I was really into like the Taylor Swift album, like her very first one, which was just called Taylor Swift or something, wasn't it? With the hair? Yeah. And then Fearless, they were like my big ones. I used to like illegally download them on Frostwire and like break all my laptops just Class, for those songs the guards songs. are going to come after us now thanks for that just for those songs yeah yeah we'll go we'll be there okay so watch are, we, are they staying together before we wrap this up no what do we think going to happen a chance in hell I'd give them i give them I'd say she'll have someone else by the end of the year someone else as like jaw dropping by the and end of the year and you want it to be an old man I would love it to be something just fucking different or a woman or something like just not a young hot male that she's all like something yeah. a bit left field for her. What okay. would you, what do you think? They are definitely not going to stay together. Um, I don't know what's next for her though. I think I'm hoping, I'd love a nice string of like several high What if he like people. gets her pregnant or something? Oh my God, that's chaotic. That is chaotic. I kind of love it. No, you're you you're too rich to. I know condoms break and stuff like, but they have too much money that it's just like someone is. She has someone that's in charge of her birth control. You know what I mean? Like mm. that's so meticulously planned. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Because I just like to apologise. I'm the, I I'm I'm very sorry for me this episode. I feel like I've put us all through it. Um, but we're back during the week. We are back. Well, me and you are back during the week. You're not going to hear this till next week. Yeah, I'm away for a a week or so. 
So we're going to pre-record the next two episodes after this one. Yeah. And they're going to be good ones. Um, one of them that's coming up is ridiculous things you've done to get someone's attention. Oh, yeah. Of the opposite sex or someone, maybe not the opposite sex. Someone oh, that I forgot. I didn't fancy. know if you were going to include it in this episode. But yeah, let's it's do a separate up. one. It's coming up. We've gotten a lot of responses. Yeah, and they're fucking hysterical. So send more to bandwagonspodcast at gmail.com if you have like a long story or you can just DM us or there's a question box up, which is probably gone by now. But um, yeah, just send them to us anyway. You can. Yep. We'll be on Patreon next week, patreon.com forward slash bandwagons. Uh, we are bandwagons podcast everywhere on social media. Is there anything else I need to say? We've picked our winners for the hat, so if you haven't been DM'd, you better look next You better look next time. We have five more left. We're only giving away five from this lot, but if you are waiting on deliver, we're still waiting on the delivery, so just bear with us. Also, it's not like ideal weather for a beanie hat anyway, so you can wait a little bit longer. It's fine. Okay. Summertime, guys. Okay, um, anything else? No. <laughs> Let's just let, let you go back to bed. Bye. Bye. Love you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.